0: Twelve oh two, It's a midnight ride for five hours till 5 a.m. 877-337-6666. We got Fleegs working through some fatigue on the other side. Taking your phone calls for the next five, you count them, five hours. And we got plenty to do on this Thursday morning. We got a good Knicks win. We got... At least one team playing football. I'm not sure what you call what the Giants do. Hopefully, losing, unfortunately, which sucks to say, but it's true. But we're going to start with Garrett Cole, the Yankees offseason, and then what will be the battle of the offseason that I'm looking forward to from a myriad of different ways. But congratulations to Garrett Cole, Cy Young Award winner. Unanimous decision. Rightfully so, and you could tell. You knew it. This season was his year to be had. The rest of the team sucked, and the offense was brutal, but Cole was brilliant to start the year. Cole was brilliant throughout the year. Cole deserved this award. There was a a moment in the season where it looked tight, but ultimately he pulled away late. He led the league in damn near everything. He was the best starting pitcher in Major League Baseball, and he deserves the award, and congratulations. Unanimous, he joins the likes of... Roger Clemens, who was the last Yankee to win one in one Ron Guidry. You know the names of all the great Yankee uh, pitchers to win the Cy Young. No one's ever won it twice, so let's go, Garrett. But here's the point with Garrett Cole and what it means for the New York Yankees. And we've talked about this a lot. The urgency that needs to be shown this offseason is because Garrett Cole is going to be 34 years old. Garrett Cole is in the prime of his career Garrett Cole is the best pitcher in Major League Baseball this year. He's been everything you could have possibly wanted the minute they gave him that big contract. Right? They gave him that big contract. They brought him home. He had to talk about winning press conferences. We had that discussion, obviously, with the Mendoza uh, in a press conference the other day and the idea can you win it can you lose it well he sure won it with the 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 poster from when he was a kid I remember being so pumped after that press conference they stole him away from the West Coast there's another storyline that continues to poke its head into these uh off seasons he wanted he was a West Coast guy Yankees went out and got him they got their man they poached him away from the Astros and he was going to lead them to a championship and so far that has not happened despite every effort on his part being damn near pitch perfect other than the wild card game in 2021, where he probably was injured with a hamstring injury. But besides that, he's been everything you could have wanted to be. And back-to-back years now, the Yankees have had the MVP in Aaron Judge and the AL Cy Young in Garrett Cole. And those two gentlemen, 31 and 33 in their respective seasons, are the reason why you attack this offseason with absolute abandon to improve this team because you are chasing a window. There is a window of opportunity when you have the best, the second best, whatever you want to call them, in my opinion, the best hitter in Major League Baseball and the best pitcher in Major League Baseball, and you have not been able to even get to a World Series. That has got to change in this window of those two gentlemen. It just has to. And that's when he wins the Cy Young. Yeah, it's great. I like winning Cy Youngs. It's nice. We haven't had one in a very long time since Roger Clemens in one The Mets have really had a ton from R.A. Dickey to obviously DeGrom, all the, the, the Cy Youngs and the awards in the pitching department. The Yankees really haven't had that many of these great starting pitchers. And that's nice and all. But what it makes me realize is they are in the middle of those two guys and their window for a championship. And that's why the two most important figures for the New York Yankees in this offseason, to me, are two young, stud 25-year-olds. And I'll make everything else work without putting in the money, without making the signs. I'll do everything because you need two more to extend these windows. And that's Juan Soto and Yamamoto, both at 25 years old. If you can add those two players to this Yankee team, That extends the window because as much as we love Cole, as much as we love Judge, you are on the wrong side of 30. I don't, despite them being under contract for the next seven to eight years, respectively, I don't know how long they're going to be good. Right now, they're in their prime. You need to attack this thing. And not only do you improve this team for this window with those two players, but now hopefully if Yamamoto is what everybody thinks he is, And certainly what we know wants Soto to be a 25 years old, already a World Series champion, already someone you know you plug into the middle of that lineup and is one of the best hitters in Major League Baseball. If you get two 25-year-old studs at the two same positions and now you attack it with the middle of the order being Judge and Soto and the top of the rotation being Cole and Yamamoto, that is now something where it is a here and now and yet extends the window beyond that. Where you have to attack this thing. You have to go get Cole and judge a championship in this window right now. This offseason is as imperative as they've had in forever. Not, forget all the nonsense with Brian Cashman. Forget that they haven't won in forever. It's about the future. I don't care. I'm chasing championships. I don't care if they won the last three championships. This is about the future. They need to go go. Get an offseason right now to sustain winning and sustain a window of championship-level play from from the, the rotation to the lineup. And they need to attack it now, both for this year and moving forward. And the key piece of that is Yamamoto for me because we know, in my opinion, what you're you're listening from everybody, if Soto gets traded, I don't think there's a ton of teams willing to give up big-time prospects for a one-year rental who, yeah, sure, you may be able to sign an extension to. We know the contracts he's turned down over the last handful of years. What Washington offered him, 400, whatever the numbers were, whether you believe them or not, that he turned down contracts. So you don't know if you're going to get to sign him to a contract. There are very few teams who are willing to trade top-pitching prospects, which is what you're hearing they're looking for, and then give him $450, 500000000 million. There are very few finite teams willing to do that. And what it sounds like is, A, Everybody, other than maybe John Heyman, who I saw today, told us he 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 maybe doesn't expect Soto to be traded. But everybody, considering unf- the unfortunate timely passing of their owner, to the idea of where they are financially in San Diego. They've talked about getting under the luxury tax. They are going to trade Juan Soto. And if he goes anywhere else but the New York Yankees, shame on the New York Yankees for continuing to pass on superstars. Because the one thing they still have, whether you want to admit it or not, the one thing they still do have in their back pocket is the, the idea of when they want someone, when they target someone, when Steinbrenner and Cashman or just mainly Hal says he's going to be a Yankee, they still have done that. When they, they wanted Cole, they went and got him. Back in 09, they wanted CC Sabathia. He was a West Coast guy. They went out and got him. Same thing with Cole. Same thing with Judge. They go out and make sure they bring Judge back. They spare no expense. They make the call from Italy. They do whatever they have to do. They're going to go get Judge. The problem is they have chosen to pass on players like Machado. They have chosen to pass on players like Harper. They cannot pass on Juan Soto. They just cannot. And they can't pass on Yamamoto. And neither can the Mets. And that's what's the most interesting thing to me as we are days away from Yamamoto about to being posted. A 25-year-old pitching stud who everyone tells you, everyone you see, everyone who saw him. I'm told, I saw a report that Brian Cashman kept the ticket stub of the game he went to go see it where he threw a no-hitter. This is, going, this is supposed to be... A superstar, young, talented pitcher who you are hearing all different comp- comps to, whether it's Linsicum or obviously Kodai Sanga or whomever, that he's more durable, that his, his his delivery is more repeatable, that they expect him to pitch well into it. Like he he's going to stay healthier longer and, and keep up better and, you know, all that. You're expecting this guy to be an absolute stud. And both teams are desperate. The Mets need pitching. Right? The Mets are trying to build up their farm system. Then the Mets are paying other teams to to send back you know better prospects. They're eating the likes of the money of the likes of Scherzer. They're eating the money, the likes of Verlander. They're doing everything they can to build up their farm system, but while still putting a competitive product on the field, and they are in desperate need of starting pitching. And already, Kodai Senga has been a smashing for success for them. He was terrific. He's apparently rolled out the red carpet, made it very clear that he would love to have Yamamoto as a teammate, which apparently is something when it comes to culturally. When it comes to Japan, if there's another Japanese superstar on the team, you want the idea of... That superstar acquiescing to the idea of bringing in another Japanese superstar, and that's already taken care of. But mainly, both of these teams now, for the first time, in desperate need of a big-time free agent, and both going after it at the same time. And both teams, you can absolutely make the case, both teams cannot afford to lose this battle. And for for a, a myriad of different reasons. And for the, for the Yankees, like I just said, they still have that, th- that you can always point to. As frustrated as the fan base is, and God knows we're frustrated, as disappointed as we are, as much as the, oh, the, the fans don't think ownership's willing to spend money and Brian Cashman puts money in the wrong place, and all that's accurate and fair, and there's reasons to believe all of that. Like I said, when the Yankees still want to go out and spend money and get their guy, they go get their guy. And they have the pinstripes, which you're hearing reports that Yamamoto is apparently uh, uh, interested in. I know for us here in New York, where we struggle to see the forest through the trees, and everything is just, you know, we, we hate the Yankees, the 82 wins, they're miserable, I hate everything about them, they don't hit, they, they're, they're too analytical, all that stuff. Still, the global brand is still something significant that you cannot allow Steve Cohen and his money to swoop in and suddenly be the guy who overtakes that. They, tried, they decided to pass on offering Aaron Judge a contract. I'm not sure how serious that was. I don't know if Judge would have left the Yankees just to stay in New York. It felt like he was either going home or staying with the Yankees. But still, they could have got in that sweepstakes. They could have been the other team, like the San Diego Padres were, who swoop in and offer $400 million at the last minute. They didn't. They decided to just play it safe and not go after Judge and not have that initial loss to the New York Yankees. But now as they both uh, are going for it, the big brother New York Yankees, for the first time, this city will spin on its axis if the New York Yankees cannot acquire Juan Soto because San Diego doesn't trade him or God forbid he goes somewhere else, and they are desperately hanging on to the idea of getting the next best thing, the biggest free agent on the market, in my estimation, bigger than Bellinger, whether their needs are hitting or pitching or whatever, the next best big free agent on the market is Juan Soto. And if they allow Steve Cohen to swoop in and take him away, that will change how it's viewed in this city. And for the Mets, they are in desperate need of a starting pitcher. And what they can do by swooping in and taking away a player from the Yankees, like I said, it changed the access but of how this city is viewed. But the other thing is, is he comes in here with – the understanding of being the richest owner in baseball. Being the guy who can come in and offer the contracts others can't. The guy who has the superpower of paying off bad contracts to get better prospects. That's what he does. He, he put the Mets right in this thing. And if he goes into his first real battle with the New York Yankees and the prestige and the pinstripes and the fact that they're the real special team in New York and the idea that Hal still stepped up and gave more money or gave or whatever it took to get a player and the Mets come up short in it, well, then what is the advantage of Steve Cohen? The advantage of Steve Cohen is the money and can always get the big-time prospect, the big-time free agent and throw the money down and just... You can't match what I'm trying to do, Hal Steinbrenner, but if the prestige and the pinstripes and Steinbrenner steps up and gives the contract and takes him away and wins that first battle, then life goes on, same as it's always been. I am very fascinated in how ugly this could get. I'm very fascinated in the idea of both of these teams for the first time, obviously with Steve Cohen, and really the first time in a long time. Now, I know they got Carlos Beltran, the Yankees. The rumor was Beltran went back and asked, you know, offered the Yankees the same deal or a little bit less. Uh, back in, whenever he signed, 06, 05, whenever he signed with the, the Mets. And the Wilpons did spend some money for some like they never spent money. They went out and got Santana. They went out and got Beltron. They went out and got, got Pedro Martinez. There was a time where the Mets spent. And it was really the tail end of the Wilpon era where they didn't spend, but really for forever. It has never been big free agent, biggest pitcher available in baseball, Big time contract, 200 plus million dollars, and both of these teams going for it at the same time? And the ramifications of what happens if one of them wins or loses? Because I'll tell you right now, we haven't seen it. We haven't seen it. And if the Mets swoop in and take away a pitcher where instead of celebrating the 1998 championship team and being at the ballpark to take bows or get booed, On the field, Brian Cashman instead flew all the way way to Japan to see this guy throw a no-hitter. He's kept a ticket stub. And you know the offseason the Yankees are having right now. You know the perception of this team. You know the vitriol the fan base has towards this organization and the idea that they don't believe that they're the Yankees anymore. And they don't believe there is a prestige in this pinstripes anymore. And they don't believe that this team is willing to go above and beyond to go out and win a championship, that they're happy selling chicken buckets and making the playoffs, and as long as it's a business and all this and they won't go over the line. When you know the other guy across town, this is a passion project. Right, he's a billionaire. He buys the team. He didn't buy the team so he could sell beer and soda, and you know, I, I guess maybe turn you know uh, Queens into a, a casino hotspot. Maybe that's part of it too, because there's a lot of money in that. But ultimately, he did this to win. Right, he's a Met fan. He comes in. He makes sure that they go back to the the black jerseys. He's 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 Old Timers Day. This is a passion project from a guy who's desperate to win. And the feeling is the Yankees are no longer desperate and haven't been since George Steinbrenner passed away. And if they go toe-to-toe knowing what they need right now and the desperate need that they have to add stars to this team, to appease a fan base... And to build forward and project more than just the next three or four years where Judge and Cole are at the top of their game, that they need to go above and beyond that to make sure that they have superstars going well past it. Because who do they have in the contract right now? Judge, Cole, and who else? Stanton? That we We, we went over that yesterday. There's not much of a future in that. Right now, the Yankees don't have anything you can look to over the past the next four years where you're going to get into Cole's late 30s and Judge's mid to late 30s. This is a perfect time for the Mets to come in, make a statement, and steal away a guy you know the Yankees are desperate for. And I, for one, find it extremely fascinating. 877-337-6666. McMonagle here with you. So we open up the baseball. We'll get to the football. We'll talk about... Aaron Rodgers and his impact on the team. And we'll talk about this game where I honestly believe. I know I'm stupid. As much as I hate this offense, as much as I hate the offensive coordinator, and we know he's only here for one reason, and as much as I'm, I'll continue to tell you whatever you may think, the quarterback stinks. Right now the Buffalo Bills are in turmoil. And I think there's a chance the Jets can win this game. I, I say it. I thought they would beat the Raiders. I'm an idiot. I thought they would beat the Chargers. I'm an idiot. Well, here I am again. I think there is a chance they win this game in Buffalo. I really do, and then I'm really, I'm really nervous that the Giants can win a game against Washington. So we got to get to the football. We'll get to the Knicks and an impressive win and a timeout and an eight point swing that turned the game for them.